Welcome to RPG Cast 520 for November 2nd, 2019. Good morning, everyone. I'm your host, Anna Marie Perfect. Good morning. Hi, Anna. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh, sure. Okay. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Peter. Hello. Hi, Josh. Hello. So, we ended up not doing Extra Life this year. Normally, this would be our Extra Life Yeah, sorry about podcast. that, folks who were excited Just for Extra Life. Things were... Yeah, happen. weird. Life. Yeah. Speaking and of people not streaming, Peter isn't streaming to the thing right now. What the heck? No breath of fire. I know. Weird. I, no, I beat it. We finished it last oh. week while we were while we were watching podcast. it. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's like, right. I just beat a game. <laughs> you remember he he switched to uh, Contra Astral and was Shane, running around. Ch- oh, the panda. Right. Yeah, the panda. Yep. And you were like, "What game is that? Why, why are you a giant panda doing somersaults?" And Kelly's like, "Oh, is this fire emblem?" <laughs> no, I thought it was um, Diablo because of the pandaren. Yeah, there, 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 there could are be no pandaren in Diablo. Listen, it's sanctuary. Whatever you want to say goes. People, uh, demons who you've killed in Diablo two just randomly get summoned back in intro videos. You know, because why not? Well, we'll get to that. All right. Um, did I say hi, Josh? Hi, Josh. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, yeah, we we got some some weird Blizzard news, and we'll, we'll jump into that um, as soon as we finish the feedback. Okay. So our question of the week was, uh, have you ever dressed up as an RPG character, and which Ooh. one would you like to dress up as? What were the answers? Um, all right. So we got a couple replies on Twitter. So... Um, Esker Strange says, I cosplayed Sion from Xenogears way back in 2005 and the protagonist from Devil Summoner in 2009. Someday I hope to cosplay Sadu from Final Fantasy XIV before I'm too old. Their protagonist from Devil Survivor is really good. They got the little, like, wire things that come out of their head. It's most excellent. Um, and then uh, Tana says, I dressed as a grown-up Bianca from Dragon Quest V. I'm not sure who else to dress up as. She'd have to be blonde. Nice. Um, and then uh, Shaman jumped onto our thread for the podcast and says, I haven't done a dedicated RPG character Halloween costume. The closest I've done is either Mario or a Jedi. I'm thinking this year of just wearing my normal outfit and saying I was the result of hitting random in the Outer Worlds. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, Featherhoof says, I haven't dressed up as anything, but if I did, I would cosplay as the most mannish looking Fem Shep because there is only one shepherd, and that is Fem Shep. Okay. Uh, Jay Dante, hi there, longtime listener, first not time commenting. Yay! Uh, Jay Dante says, When I was little, I dressed as Gino from Super Mario RPG. My mom actually made the costume for me. No one knew who I was, but that didn't stop me. That's awesome. Um, Krull says, I have dressed as a skeleton, so I guess you could say I was Sans? I've been a pirate too, so let's say, uh, Tales of Eternia, Airfree, Jack Sparrow from Kingdom Hearts. Um, <laughs> Krull also says, going back to a previous question of the week, I feel like I missed a trick by not defending 8-bit RPGs. Dragon Quest 4 is still a great game today, although I've only played the modern remake. Wait a minute, you can't defend something you haven't played. All right. Um, Strawberry Egg says, oh, yes, I have dressed up. Yes. So, so Strawberry Egg's cosplays. Um, 
She says she made three costumes. One of them is Rain Sage from Tales of Symphonia. I had a lot of help with it. Um, and I got a lot of compliments for it at a convention I went to and even took a photo with someone cosplaying as Genus. Did I pronounce that right? Genus? Genus? Has nobody here played Tales of Symphonia? No. 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 (laughs) It's been a while. I think it is Genus. We're going to get so much hate mail. (laughs) And then uh, Victor chimed in and says, I dressed up as uh, Millennia from Grandia 2 once and surprised the heck out of a friend who didn't think I was serious when I said I'd do it. Dressing up as Joker from Persona 5 sounds really cool. I want to be Mona. What? Cat ears in a bandit mask. I'm looking at the Devil Survivor co- cosplay, and I appreciate that Isn't he even that has a DS. Awesome! That <laughs> so is I forgot really that the, good. I forgot that the summoning programs in that game were essentially DSs. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. We'll have a question of the week later in the show. All right. Headline. So I, I reordered things at the last second because let's talk about BlizzCon. What? Oh, okay. We're talking about BlizzCon first before what we played. Oh, how did yeah. I skip that completely? Because you are wrong. I, I, I thought we was just changing things up as we are wont to do sometimes. <laughs> We're so excited about BlizzCon. I, I, I was so excited for the news this week. I'm just like, we do feedback and then we do news, right? Anna, mm. come on. <laughs> um. I, I played Mary Skelter 2 this week. I'm almost done. I'm literally in what is called the final chapter. Um, it's the final chapter. In two different keys, apparently. All right. Yay. What are we talking about? <laughs> Mary Skelter 2. Okay. Is that crap over yet? I'm tired of you playing that. No. <laughs> That's all you keep showing. Look, I can see the behind of the boss. Ooh, I spun him around. Ooh, yeah, this lady's so... in Blood Maiden form, so she has no clothes. Yay, Mary Skelter. This is my summary of Mary Skelter, <laughs> by the way. Um, I actually haven't talked about that yet, and I definitely need to bring well, it up. It's all I've been hearing about all week is long. There's, there's a new thing that they introduced in Mary Skelter, too, where you can turn enemies around. It's called, it's turn got a fancy name. It's like Kiguri Kagome or something like that. Eyes. But yeah, the idea is, is if you hit an enemy, you have a chance of spinning it around backwards. And when enemies are backwards, they take more damage. And it's a lot more damage. Like if I hit something with its weakness and it's forward, it's 400 damage. When I, it turns around, it's at least 1,000, sometimes 1,500. And you need that amount of damage to kill these mobs, even on easy. I'm drinking hot chocolate. Mmm, hot chocolate. And so, yeah, Mary Skelter 2, almost done. I have the review all outlined. I've had a review. I've had the whole review outlined since, like, Chapter 3, because this game doesn't really change. And that's not a bad thing. Well, it should be referenced, right? Yes. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing this week. I I have um, Little Town Hero queued up on my Switch. And that's what I'm going to be playing next, but I haven't quite dived into it. Chris, did you play anything this week or did you just go to a conference? <laughs> I went to a work conference um, for my company. Uh, it's an IT conference where one of the vendors has a big show in Vegas and we talked to them about how to use their stuff better that we buy. So that was my week. Um, I spent my free time uh, installing Kubernetes clusters and learning how to do that better. And if you know what that is, great. If not, don't worry about it because it's real boring. <laughs> 
that's all I did. I didn't get to play any more Outer Worlds, but I thought about it a lot. Like, man, I wish I could be playing the Outer Worlds right now. I have so <laughs> many friends that are playing Outer Worlds. I just get like five or six screenshots every day. And it's funny because I think I've seen the same tagline from that one company. You've tried the best. Now, now try, try the rest. rest. <laughs> yeah. Pilot's Choice or whatever. Spacer's Choice? Spacer's, Spacer's Choice. choice. <laughs> we could be better, but I like, bother? I really like the writing in that game so far, but I'm so early that I can't even... Yeah, I have no idea how it keeps up. So. All right. Peter, what have you been playing? Uh, actually, this week was pretty light for me. Um, we were mostly fussing around with the baby and working on schedules and things like that. But um, I did play a little more Astral Chain. Uh, I think I only beat another f- file, which is a chapter. Um, I want to hear about this Iowa shenanigans that you have listed here. Yeah. So the reason I put that was because um, I recently uh, upgraded my phone and I switched back from Android to iOS again. So one um, of us. One of us. <laughs> well, it's nope, like I'm a holdout. I've been going. So I've been going back and forth a lot. I started on Android. Uh, I had an iOS uh, or an iPhone five. Uh, then went back to Android, then got a uh, 6S, and then went back to Android for about three phones, and now I'm on the 11. So I, I go back and forth between the two. It's just depending on what kind of apps and things are available on a specific platform that I'm interested in at the moment. Um, but one of the things that moved me over was actually uh, I was really sad that I didn't get notifications that some of my favorite music groups uh, had some albums coming out. And my wife was like, yeah, uh, so I like the Lumineers and um, the Avet Brothers. And she's like, yeah, they just had some albums come out. And I'm like, I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware of this. So, What does um, that have to do with your phone, though? Well, so whenever you have an iPhone and it knows that you listen to a certain kind of music, you usually get notifications that say, hey, we know you like this kind of music. And we wanted to let you know that in oh. a month you can pre-order this, you know, uh, album. I don't know of so. that feature, See, and I have an iPhone. <laughs> but okay, See, I I do Spotify, and usually it sends me an email with like, all the new stuff that's coming out. If you were an Apple Music subscriber, maybe I could see that happening. But yeah, that's I mean, on Android changed, as well now. So you know, yeah, maybe they changed it with with Apple Music coming out. But I do remember iTunes itself sending me notifications. Um, so I yeah, I don't know, um, but. You know, I I really enjoy having my music, and uh, somebody actually mentioned to your point, Kelly, uh, why I don't do just digital subscriptions, and I'm just an old old fogey. Um, I took forever to stop buying CDs and even buy digital music to begin with, and mm-hmm. the idea of going subscription entirely kind of spooks me still. So um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, I, I like doing Spotify because it's only like 10 bucks a month and most of the stuff that I love is on there. And I, I still buy CDs of the bands that I really, really like. But it's nice having a huge variety library um, all at once. Right. So um, to sorry to digress too much there, but uh, the original iOS shenanigans is basically me trying to decide on whether or not I want to jump into the Apple Arcade. Um, so that's kind of why I, I put that there. I've been digging through the games and things, and I, I kind of like 
uh, a good bit of what I'm seeing there. Uh, there's a few games that I've wanted to try, and I figure that's a good way to do so. But I put a um, poll on my Twitter. Uh, so if anybody has Apple Arcade, um, basically me. let me know if it's something that you... Yes. Yeah, you, you should totally get that. For five bucks um, in the first month's free, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's the question is, you know, if you have Apple Arcade, do you find it worth it? Are you putting yep. the time into it? That yep. kind of thing. Um, and, you know, feel free to comment and let me know why or why not. Um, but that's it. Yeah, it was a light week for me. Yeah, I've been playing Apple Arcade almost every day. Something from Apple Arcade well, almost You're every day. a heavy mobile user, though. That's Anna. true. Yeah, so I guess that that's probably something that should be prefaced is that I do play a lot of mobile games given that I'm I'm, you know, out and about quite a bit. Um the issue is that I the games I play are games that I can kind of set and forget, right? Um you know, I play like Pokemon Masters and stuff where I can do auto battles and things like that. So I can make progress without actually having to pay all that much attention. It's just some here's of the, the thing I don't understand Peter about like putting polls out for Apple Arcade. For $5 a month, the barrier of entry and the risk of choosing wrong is so low. Why wouldn't you just try it? Uh, it's $5 I could spend somewhere else. Like, but, like, okay. <laughs> All right. Chris does not understand the concept. I don't of understand the, the value of a $5, apparently. <laughs> I need a $5 no, fill-up I mean, from KFC. Then I'll understand. You're not wrong. I mean, it isn't. It isn't like this this life changing decision. It's not like I'm signing up for a year and then it's. It's like you know, if you're you know you're interested at least because you're making the poll. It's like at that point for five bucks and like a week or or a month free or whatever it is. It's like eh, I'll give it a shot. If I don't yeah. like it, I'll unsubscribe. <laughs> so maybe the the question was probably um, could have been phrased a little differently, but it's more so is are the games that are available to Apple Arcade only worth? the subscription if not you, necessarily the subscription itself if you like contra you like contra right yeah um so way forward put out a game called spider source and it spider is like Saurus, you mean yeah that's it yeah it, it sounded it's like, like you said spider sores yeah like <laughs> when i ride those uh spiders i get all these sores <laughs> on my bottom <laughs> and uh yeah if you like contra it's contra where you play as a girl gotcha so check yeah, it out. So, but stuff what like about that. Contra where you play as a panda? Yeah, that's so passe. Oh, I see. That's, <laughs> I that's oh, old now. <laughs> Playing okay. a panda is so 2013. Ooh, Unless dun, you want to level an alt. Oh. Unless you want Death Knights. Oh, oh we should panda talk about Death Knights. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no. uh, actually, it's a good time for Kelly to jump in and tell us what you've been playing. Yes, so I finished Destiny Connect this week. Oh, wow, that uh, was fast. Yeah, yeah. That's I've the TikTok definitely... Traveler's kid yeah. Yeah. Show, yeah. shooting yeah. stuff out of his backpack game? Yes. So um, I would recommend a price drop for this <laughs> game. <laughs> because I didn't think yeah, that... Not the best opening line you want to hear about a video well, game. <laughs> well, it, it, as you can tell, it was very short. I blew through it and like less than two weeks, which I don't really like paying that much for a game that short. Mm -hmm. um, and I paid 50 bucks for it. Okay, um, that's fair. Um, yeah, um, that's one that's cheaper digital than physical, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I really enjoyed the story of this game. It is very, um, gives you the feels 
very heart-wrenching, very charming. But you know how when you play a game and it seems like it has a definite end and it just drags and drags and won't end? Yeah. yeah. That's how this game was. Uh... Um, the level cap is only level 50, and I hit that like at least an hour or two before the final boss, and you're still kind of running around dungeons and doing stuff. Dang. And I, I can't really talk about the the MacGuffin kind of side quest it sends you on because it's a little bit of a spoiler. Is this the but, whole your dad storyline? Well, yeah, but they okay. have you do it again with somebody else. What? In your party. For real? Like, yeah, for like... <laughs> um, for like a side quest or not a side quest there's no side quest in this game for like part of the main story and it's like we just did this several hours ago and at this point it just sounds like you're padding uh so now it's like a soap opera yeah but and it, i i enjoyed the combat a lot i just wish that there would have been a little bit more to the combat and i don't know give you a couple of side quest side quests in there to let you do um I, I agree with Pascal's review in a way that, you know, you've got this huge town that you're running around in, but there's not a lot to do, not a lot to do in this town. So you're just kind of pushing along in the main story. Um, but the main story is, is I thought it was very good. Um, I just wish that there would have been better gameplay kind of wrapped around it. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I feel like I should would, just borrow this game from you. Yeah, you should. You should borrow it, or you should wait for a price drop because it is. It is a very charming story, but you're not going to be very challenged at all with the gameplay, and it kind of sucks because I did enjoy the gameplay a lot. I just wish that there would have been more. You know, that's fair. So I finished that, and then last night, before I went to bed, I finished up Hanit's story in Octopath Traveler. Yay! I like her ending. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't realize that finishing the stories actually caused the credits to roll. So causing the it causes the credits to roll when it is your character. Okay. Okay. Because I finished hers first since she was my main character. Same thing as me. So you'll get an ending, um, you'll get an ending marquee for each character, but you won't get the credits again. Okay, and then you said that there's like a final chapter after you finish everybody. Yes. Okay. It is not intuitive. You will probably have to look it up because there okay. are very specific side quests that need to be finished to trigger it. Okay, because I haven't done any of the side quests yet. I've been so laser focused on the main story that I just been really? been kind of picking up. Yeah, I just wow. been kind of picking up the side quests and putting them in my log. And I figured at some point I'll just do them all later. Yeah, you may want to stop and do a bunch of those now for if no oh. other reason, then it gives you a good um, like shot of supplies and levels. Okay. Um, yeah, Haunted's story really didn't give me that much trouble at all, but that's because Haunted is like level 70 at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, Kelly, Kelly yes. I'm curious, and I, I don't remember if I asked you this too, Anna, um, not to pull away too much, but uh, whenever you played and, and finally got to all of the characters, did you wish that you had picked a different character? No. No. Um, no for Haunted. both of you? Sorry. Yeah. Ha okay. I picked Haunted, and Haunted is a powerhouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I really liked her story. Yeah. So I, I did. I really enjoyed a lot. The only thing that um, really, I guess, kind of started to get to me is the way that she speaks is a little. Oh, um, I love it. Much. <laughs> Very old um, English. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just as I went through, I, I also picked Hanit as my starting character, which is really funny that we all did. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was playing through. And as I got the characters, I actually really ended up adoring um, uh, Tessa or Tressa. Tressa. Oh, yeah. She's really popular. Oh, um, my gosh. She's adorable. Well, not only that, Tressa's story is one of the more lighthearted stories. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, the one where you're an abused sex worker? No. No. The <laughs> okay. Customer. I was going to say, if that's lighthearted. Tressa is no. the little girl who wants to be a merchant. Yeah. Okay. I haven't done anything with her yet. All right. Yeah. The merchant class is super OP. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, aside from that, like when so, people yeah. speed run a single story, it's always merchant. It's merchant is the fastest and most well, well routed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to pause. No, 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 totally. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm just gonna start kind of picking away. It, well, I guess you said I need to start doing side quests, but I want to start picking away at everybody's stories i would like to be done by the time pokemon comes out but that might mm. not be the case because i started up cat quest too yay now now and, now. <laughs> and i i love the, i've been having fun with it so far I, I just started it last night except that I, the ai partner can be a little stupid yeah they tend to kind of wander into things um, I, I set up the doggo as more of a mage and it seems like he doesn't really want to do anything. Yeah. And when I... he pops the healing spell, he kind of runs away and you got to be in the AOE of the healing spell. So I'm like, Hey, are you going to stand by me and heal me? Or are yeah. you just going to run away? So I actually did the complete opposite is I set up the cat as a mage and I played with a ranged weapon and mm-hmm. then the doggo I set up as physical. With, um, I ended up putting buff spell, buff and debuff spells on him because I find that he doesn't use attack spells very well. Okay, I might need to do that then because <laughs> when I switch to the doggo, it's like, okay, the cat's actually running in and doing the damage. Yes. And I didn't know if it was the doggo cat AI or nope. if it's just how that. It's physical versus magical AI. Okay. Okay, gotcha. But the, the the doggo was very cute. The kitty is very cute. Um, it, the game feels a lot tighter yeah, than that. It's a dog. <laughs> I thought about you the whole time. Like <laughs> you play as a dog. Negative. <laughs> Legit getting hate mail for that. <laughs> Just one or two. <laughs> What's your problem with dogs? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's Unless I have joke. to play as them. <laughs> All right. Um, Josh. Yeah. Have you been plonking away at Trails of Cold Steel? Yeah, I've pretty much got my game for the rest of the year. <laughs> what, what's your clock at? Oh, it's already over 20 hours and I'm still in chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me forever. Alrighty, then. <laughs> Sounds like a Trails game. Pretty much. Like it, it is wow. crazy how much this is. Trails of Cold Steel Three is like a rerun of the first game, at least in the setup. You know, you've got your 
now Reen is a teacher at this new set up branch campus of Thor's. And uh, so the the pacing of it is set up just like the first game was where you have your free day where you can wander around and kind of like do uh, little side quests and get to know different characters better and kind of like build up your relationships with them. And then, you know, each chapter is going to have like a uh, <clears throat> have one of the uh, field exercises, just like the first game did, where you go to like a different part of Erebonia. And uh, at this point in the series, because the uh, Erebonians are kind of like tied up on multiple fronts, they're using the branch campus to basically counter the evil organization Ouroboros. So like, yeah, I'm in the middle of chapter one and like. Ouroboros has kind of made their appearance already. Duvali the Swift has shown up. She's one of my favorite <laughs> bad guy characters. Perpetually she was, stuck. She was in Cold Steel, too. Oh, yeah. She was great. Perpetually stuck babysitting uh, kind of the crazier elements of uh, Ouroboros. Yeah, she's back again, stuck in that role again. <laughs> so uh, is Crazy Fire Guy back? He has not shown up yet. I am sure he will show up. Okay. We've got a uh, basically crazy person who was in uh, 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 who was in the Crossbell Games. Oh, so, so this is new for new for us. Yeah, new for us. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, Laura and uh, Fee and Elliot just showed up to kind of like save Yay. everyone. So that's I'm guessing that's going to be a thing like kind of like each chapter will probably have, you know, characters from the previous class seven showing up and kind of helping out. Fee. It's it's been I really enjoy it. I, I've, I think I'd forgotten how much I really enjoy the combat in that game because it, it's just like a it's a really good balance for me, both in terms of like it has a it has a good challenge. I've always loved how. Um, character placement matters, how they, you know, make such a big deal about turn order. You got to like pay attention, like how everything you do kind of affects the turn order and manipulating that. Um, but it, you know, it has a really good challenge, but at the same time, you know, if you get stuck on a boss, it always just gives you that option of like, Oh, Hey, you died. Do you just want to make it a little bit easier for this boss and keep, you know, <laughs> Like, try again, but make it easier. I love that. I always love that in the Trails games. Like, you know, like that way you don't get stuck on something, even if you don't want to spend tons of time grinding. I like it. Yeah. And they've added a couple of new things to it, and I haven't totally decided how much I like that or not. They've added uh, yet another meter where for uh, this other thing you can do called Brave Orders, where you can kind of manipulate it basically um, modifies uh, combat. So you'll have like a brave order that you can do if you have enough points that might let you, uh, well, there's, there's like one that makes you invulnerable from a, from enemy attacks for like three or four turns. And then there are ones that like manipulate the amount of basically make it so that you can uh, do magic attacks immediately instead of having to like wait and then the amount of time that you have to normally after you do a magic attack, there's like a pretty long waiting period before you get to move again. And it like dramatically reduces that. And so I was kind of like starting to figure out like, oh, there are some uh, some of the bosses that you come across like, oh, you need to be using like specific uh, brave orders to kind of be able to counter them. Because if you just try and play through straight, like you just get kind of wrecked, at least on at least on normal difficulty. 
but then again, you know, you've always got that out of just like kind of like starting over and making it a little bit easier and trying again. I the appreciate that. I, I know appreciate that very much. I, I'm glad now that I mean, that's that's been a staple, at least since Trails in the Sky, the original. Mm-hmm. It's just in those games, they didn't make it explicit. They just did it every time you died. If you just restarted, it would just make it easier and didn't tell you that. And now it's just, you know, an option after you die. Like, oh, you can retry it on the exact same difficulty or you can make it easier if you want to. Um, it still has some of the foibles. Um Every once in a while, I remember that was a big complaint, or, well, I don't know if it was a big complaint, but it was a complaint in the original Trails game, Trails of Cold Steel games, where, uh, like, all of the characters would be talking except Reen, because they were, um, Falcom originally did this, where they were, like, spent their voice acting budget trying to voice act as many different characters as possible, and thus uh, the main character Reen's uh, lines kind of got cut down so you would have these scenes where everybody was talking but Reen. And well, the, and one of the other reasons <laughs> they said is Reen is supposed to be your self-insert, and if Reen yeah. has his own voice, then it's much harder to self-insert. That was it one is, of their but, reasons. Yeah, That's that very jarring. But yeah, yeah no, but it's it, super jarring. It's, uh, it, it's kind of the problem that I have with Mary Skelter 2, where it's like, there is a very small amount of voice acting, it is only for the very most important scenes. And yeah. it is so high quality that I just don't understand why it isn't everywhere. <laughs> Budget. Budget, yeah, yeah. I hate that answer, even though I know it's true. Yeah. But yeah. So that... that Inconsistent yeah. voice acting is always jarring. Yeah, no, but... I, I hate that too. Yeah, the voice acting, the the quality of voice acting is great in the game. But yeah, that's still, it doesn't happen quite as often as it did in Cold Steel 1 and 2. But that, I, there's been a scene or two where like, it, you know, it just kicks in and everyone is talking except Reen. And you're just like, oh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> or, or you're doing, or it will kick in like you'll have this big long scene and it suddenly voice acting just starts kicking in like, halfway through the scene and you're just like well that that yeah, was that's weird. weird yeah, yeah that, that's that, that drives me problem. that drives me crazy because uh i like to listen to podcasts while i'm gaming and you know usually for cutscenes, i pause my whatever i'm listening to so not like all of a sudden having voice acting in it just drives me crazy <laughs> But that's I, I I assume that is Falcom. You know this this series has so many named characters. I mean, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And so that's their kind of thing of like trying to infuse more personality into all these different characters is to give so many of them, even if it's not a lot of voice acting, at least a little bit. But yeah, it's it does lead to those weird instances that still come up. But otherwise, yeah, I'm just loving the game. Like, you know, it's been a couple of years, so I'm glad to get back to Trails, man. And I'll be stuck with it for God knows how long it will take me to actually finish it. Because I spend way too much time, like, talking to uh, random NPCs and following their stories, too. kind of required. (laughs) It it is a slow-paced game, but they still manage... you got to be on board for a slow burn, but they still do manage to pace it out 
that, that's probably the biggest difference between like the Trails in the Sky games and the Cold Steel games is they do a much better job of breaking up the really big uh, parts of narrative with smaller chunks of action. Whereas yeah, in no, I, Sky, cold, it could just go uh, on and on Trails and on. Trails in the Sky where, was like, why am I boring? <laughs> yeah, and the beginning of Trails in the Sky is just the absolute worst part of that game, unfortunately. <laughs> It goes on and on and on before it starts actually going someplace. So it's the opposite of the game that you want to end. It's the game you want to start. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. You want it to kind of get going, and it doesn't. <laughs> all right. Sweet. But yeah, that, that that's all I've been doing, man. Trails all all the time. Now we can jump into the news, right? Woo! Do, 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 do. Nico, wait. Yeah. So um, BlizzCon started yesterday. BlizzCon. Yes. And it was really interesting because uh, tons of stuff leaked ahead of this. Um, and it was hard to tell what was going to be real and what wasn't going to be real. Um, but Chris and I sort of, I read a bunch of the leaks and then I asked Chris what he thought he was going to see. And so you predicted um, Diablo 4 with a brief well, mention of the Well, I had heard that that was leaked. I right. had heard Diablo 4 and Diablo 2 Remastered um we knew overwatch 2 was coming for sure <laughs> no chris um, it was a typo uh-huh and uh we figured it's we're due for a wow expansion so that's and we as always there'd be a hearthstone expansion yeah and uh that's pretty much what we got except we didn't get diablo 2 remastered yeah that made me sad that was the one thing that you incorrectly I was really predicted. hoping for and they didn't do so, it. So, Diablo 4. I hear it's going to be dark. It's going to be dark. It's going to be very it's be dark. So dark. It is so dark, okay. Chris. So, they mentioned dark 8,000 times during their reveal and their <laughs> presentation on it. That um, were, to the point where it seemed obvious they were doing it on purpose, but they weren't laughing about it. So, I didn't know if they were just bitterly making fun of everyone who complained about Diablo 3's reveal or if they were actually under orders to drive home that this one's dark. It is so dark. Like Diablo 3 wasn't dark. It's such BS. Like, I don't understand what they're going for, but it's like pissing me off how much they're saying the word dark and then like not either making it a joke or understanding like, why does that make it a better game? Like, it's like, are we really capitulating to the people who complained about Diablo 3? Because those are not people to capitulate through. And I was, <laughs> he's like, oh, this is in response to the Diablo 3 reveal, isn't it? And me, I Diablo 3 was my first game. So I kind of just looked at him. I'm like, I have no context for what you are saying. Oh, uh, that was the one where they showed a rainbow in the trailer and everyone bitched. Like, there's a rainbow in Diablo. There shouldn't be rainbows in Diablo. It's supposed to be a dark, gothic game. And... I don't even off. remember the rainbow oh, in there the was trailer. A rain- it's it's from this one tile set with a bridge in it, and it's like in usually in chapter one. And as you're crossing this creek in the background, there's a slight faded out rainbow over the top of the creek because there's water mist in the air, and people just didn't like the fact that there was rainbows in Diablos. Such is why they made Whimsy Shire to make fun of that controversy later on, which is a zone that's all rainbows and unicorns and happy teddy bears and gift boxes and everyone loves it and it's fine and it, it was a joke. And now all of a sudden it feels like we're coming full 360 and it's like the people in charge of this game are the ones who like 
took all that criticism of the of the third game to heart and it's like wait what you realize that wasn't a real controversy when you got down to it why are you guys leading the messaging here is this a joke is this not a joke i don't understand at all very dark (sighs) um i I don't know who's in charge of this game anymore (laughs) now that being said oh sorry go Uh, ahead I got Hellraiser vibes from that trailer, the cinematic trailer. Yeah, that trailer so, was uh, pretty dark. That trailer was gross. Um, they, they had warnings before it saying warning uh, might not be suitable for children. I'm like, you're not just kidding there. That was pretty, pretty grisly. So a lot of blood. By three they come. By three they summon something. So come mom's by... home. Mom, mom's home. <laughs> <laughs> who you've killed in Diablo 2, but we're just going to ignore that. And and then we're going to say... I mean, you kill a demon, they go back to the nether realm. They don't actually die. No, that's die. wow. That's wow. Well, whatever. It's the same... Only hey, the primevils are immortal in Diablo, usually. Um, She's the daughter of a primeval. Yeah, she's Mephisto's kid, which means she's not as daughter good as Mephisto. Daughter of hatred. Yeah, but that also means you are so far beyond her power, who even cares? Except we don't really know who you're playing as. Are you a Nephilim? Are you not a Nephilim? Are you, what What are we doing with all yeah, that? Because if you was, are, this is no challenge. And I mean, <laughs> that that was the funny thing is because I went to Chris and I'm like, um, well, what does it matter if she's uh, she's uh, the 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 mother of humanity? You're a Nephilim. And he looks at me and goes, no, you're not always a Nephilim. Yeah. My perception of Diablo is so different from They his. made that up for, for game three is a thing. So it wasn't a thing yeah, before I didn't game know that. three. And there's I, no cons- there's no confirmation that the, the human the people from before Diablo three were also Nephilim or not. Um we know that like the necromancer from Diablo two shows up in a side quest in Diablo three and uh, that's like all we know. <laughs> I mean, to be perfectly honest, I've never really paid that much attention to the story in Diablo. I'm just all about running around. I like and the lore books. Stuff. Oh, Anna, did I ever give you the manual for Diablo One to read through? No. Oh, that's some lore right there. That's pretty good. No, they it's retconned dark. most of it. It's dark. But and they retconned most of Diablo One. It's baloney. And I hate <laughs> that. But like, Diablo One was all about creepy lore setting, and then Diablo Two is less about story and more about. Hey, this is really fun. Because like the the whole <laughs> shtick is like Diablo one, it basically made it out like you were a random character, and then they retconned, and it's like, no, 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 you're the prince. No, you're an important character you're the now. Returning prince brother. Yeah, you're the prodigal to son. Save your little brother. Oops, yeah. too late. He's a demon. Um, yeah. Oops. <laughs> And then, I mean, oh I, no, I, now you're a demon. Oh, we got to kill you. Um, uh, <laughs> one thing they also announced, um, it is being developed uh, for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, which tells me if they did not announce it for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet, that it is going to be out prior to holiday 2020. And then they also said, but it's not, we're not close. It's not even Blizzard soon. So what does that mean? Because <laughs> yeah. Blizzard soon would totally be within a year. So yes. If it's not Blizzard soon, that means it isn't coming out when you think, Anna. Right. Do, well, I was going to say, do you think that too? Because there's been a lot where they'll announce it for the gens current, and then you know it ends up making it onto the gens after. Right. Well, we know it'll yeah. at know least that be they'll do that. You know, because yeah. they did that with Diablo three. Right. And right. like they had zero till about it. 
Oh, my cat is I, going insane. My kitty. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear so, that. So no, I do. Yeah. <laughs> cat. So we are currently giving our cats mirtazapine, which is an appetite stimulant, and it makes them really weird. <laughs> that's like that. That's a that depressed y'all. <laughs> it's like I'm so hungry. Well, he's gonna throw up. But he he might actually be yeah, winding up to some puke. Yeah, so um, carrying that. on. So Diablo Four is they re, they revealed three of the five classes they're going to have in the final game, and it's really interesting because the loading character screen that they show there is like very clearly two places on each side that are not filled in currently. This game is such a um, cheap. Uh, we want all of our Diablo 2 fans to come back and all of our fans who went over to Path of Exile to come back. So this game is non-linear in how you can complete it, which, by the way, then they went over in WoW and said, well, we're game- making the game more linear because we found that was bad. So apparently it's, <laughs> it's bad in WoW, but it's good in Diablo. So we're making it non-linear. Um, and then yeah, well, I mean, and they did give some justification behind it. where it's like It's a different they, sort of they game. They realized very quickly that when people were leveling up alts, that they yeah. didn't actually play the story mode. They played um, the 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 goal mode. mode. Yeah, where it's like you jump between the various acts to do stuff. Oh, I mean, I agree. That I, I love the adventure mode in that. Yeah, and that, and that certainly is the way I would play an alt in that game. And that's fine. I just... I think it's weird how you tell a story with a nonlinear gameplay, and I think it hurts storytelling, so I don't know how you're going to resolve that. Yeah, let me tell you, people <laughs> play Diablo for the story. Um, yes, actually. Really? Yeah, sorry. Really? Well, that's not why I keep playing. I remain yes, unconvinced. The story is extremely important to me in Diablo, which is why I was so upset about Diablo 3's story. Okay. Um, so I, I What do you want from me? See, you know, I, I don't I, know. I never understood the hate for Diablo 3. It's the only Diablo that I've played, so I have no context. I mean, I, um, you know, bad decisions aside, like the auction house and all of that, I never understood the hatred for I it. actually liked the auction house. Hey, uh, all I know is Reaper Souls did make it better, um, regardless of your position on the auction house. I think, like, the, the finished product after expansion was a better game, and I'm happy about it, and I thought the game was pretty good. Um I don't know that they need to change all the stuff they're changing for four, but if you don't change things, why have a new game? So that's fair. Let's change some stuff, try some different things. Um, this one just feels like the public image they're putting out on this one is completely just kowtowing to fans and stuff. And it's like, this is this has nothing to do with us developing a game and making it Blizzard good. This has everything to do with us making a game so you won't hate us anymore. And that, to me, is a scary position for a game developer to have. And that's what I'm worried about Diablo 4 for. That said, everything I've seen about Diablo 4, it looks amazing. And I want to play it. Right. And so that I'm... opening screen that is basically the Diablo 2 character select screen where you choose characters and now it's just newer and in 3D. I'm all for that. It does appeal to me. I am a sucker for all that Diablo 3 um, capitulations or Diablo 2 capitulations. So it's like, yep, I'm in. Let's let's try this out. Uh, hope you did a good job. And let's forget about the phone game, please. Bye. I'm... <laughs> I mean, my favorite. They have my not favorite even thing, mentioned the phone. It's yeah, still on their no, web page. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about Diablo Three was kind of the fast-paced action, where you know, you rack up a huge kill count and trying to hit uh, wood wood to make logs crash down and make the environment kill people and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that that 
that from three is what carries over because for me that was the most fun part of three mm. and maybe blending it with like some of the more custom character creation of uh two not necessarily having like swapping out of the runes and stuff well runes are back Rune words are back. As yeah. are talent trees. And talent trees okay. are back. And there was such a big cheer for the fact that talent trees are back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm actually in favor of that change. Um, as as cool as it was to just respec your character so quickly in Diablo 3, you didn't really do it that much because you had to pick a build. And I don't know. There's. I mean, the I can't build... justify skill trees or talent trees is better because even WoW is like, this is dumb. We got to get rid of them. The build and yet now had... here we are again in Diablo bringing them back. <laughs> the build that you had in D3 ultimately relied upon which legendaries you had. And that's true in Diablo 2 as well. Okay. Like your equipment is totally part of your build. Um, the idea is by giving you lots of little choices to make, you can come up with weird synergies that aren't necessarily intended by the developers but it's okay because you're you're coming up with it and it's cool and um, they just have to balance it if it's too powerful and giving people that freedom to design and come up with weird cool things and letting it develop naturally out of the game is something people really loved in games like Diablo 2 and was very much missing in Diablo 3 because there's only so many combinations you could make and they were all heavily tested, you know? And so that you weren't getting a lot of unintended consequences. Though you still got some, um, but here you're going to have a lot more freedom to, des- to develop your build. Yeah, I remember oh. for a while I was doing this one-punch build on my monk and it was like no one played anything else because that build was just so powerful. Yep. Yeah, and that's the that was the problem with Diablo Three is that one. Uh, I think the last time well, I played it, I played a uh, barbarian. That stuff happened and, in Diablo Two as well, though. So I, I, uh, talent trees won't stop single build supremacy if there's just an overpowered build. That's still going to happen. It's just hopefully there'll be at least two or three super powerful builds at once because there's so many more talent options. Hopefully. Hey, so we should jump into the classes that they revealed because one of them is a barbarian. Oh, yeah. Um, so they've changed a little bit from the third game. Um, they now have what's called an arsenal system where you can carry four different weapons and switch, switch between them on the fly. That's cool. That is very cool. Like they showed it in action and it was quite neat. Um, and then the sorceress um, is kind of like the Diablo 3 sorceress, but kind of not. Um, so they have like a whistle arrow, you know, like the, the guy from the Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have a whistle arrow that like dude. runs around them. And then they have what I uh, call uh, politely their teleporting baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, it, that's all Chris does when he plays his Diablo 3 Sorcerer. Is he just like, whoop, 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 and then he's gone. And I'm like, where the hell are you? I'm dead. Oh, I'm over here now. I won the game. <laughs> it's like, thanks, jerk. <laughs> um, and then the third class that they revealed was the Druid. And like a huge, huge pop in the crowd for that one. Um, I can't so wait for that one. It, it, he, has, he has the best boys that follow him around. I want to know if you can pet the dog in Diablo 4. Pet the wolf. Um, and then uh, not only do they have pet, does the druid have pets, but they also uh, transform, and they showed werebear and werewolf. Hmm. And he has very big antlers. Honestly, he looks like a shaman from WoW. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of seems to play like a shaman from WoW because he's got all these elemental spells and stuff. 
So yep. sounds like yeah, it sounded like they were retooling the druid from two. Yep. So and then um, they also announced Overwatch two, and I kind of want to talk about it a little bit because they're kind of making it like it's an RPG. So Overwatch two has PVE modes. And you level up your characters, and as you level up, you choose talents. And so, yeah, that's a thing. And they're going to support both Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2. I'm, I'm not interested in the competitive multiplayer. I, it, no, shooty bad things, and I just don't do well. Um, so we'll, we'll see if, I'm, if I get into Overwatch 2. I don't know if anybody else is interested in it. I'm I'm curious about the PVE modes. Okay, maybe we'll play um, together. Um, P- the PVE modes and was there supposed to be a story mode too? Yeah, that's the story okay. mode is PVE. Okay, that that's what I was interested in the most because that's what I felt was lacking from the first game. I am good at pushing things. I am good at pushing things. <laughs> You're good at being on the payload. No, there's there's a there's a robot that's pushing the payload for you. Yeah, so there's a new mode called literally push. And he's kind of (laughs) dumb. So whoever teams near him is who he'll start pushing for. And he's like, I am good at pushing things. (laughs) The the trailer for it was pretty cute. Um, Satan Sash. Is that a monkey? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Winston jumps into the middle of Paris and is like, sup. And then goes and tries to kill some machines. And the police officer, the two police officers kind of look at each other and, and go, was that a monkey? But it's in French. I, it's I just hope that my two husbandos, McCree and Hanzo, are going to be back. Um, so McCree sends the, his robot. Um, e, what Echo? Is it? Echo, yeah. Mm. So no confirmation of whether he's going to be in. Oh, the... I- Okay. Yes, there is, Anna, because they said all the Overwatch 1 people can keep playing Overwatch 1, and they'll have all the characters from Overwatch 1 still going. They'll be able to play against the people in Overwatch 2. It's a full crossover of competitive mode, and all the new characters in Overwatch 2 will be there. So you can be assured that they're not going to remove characters from an already existing game with a policy like that, Right. and they're only adding characters. So all your characters are going to be there, and they're just adding more. Okay. I don't see how you make those statements and then remove characters. That doesn't make sense to me. They, I don't think they're going to remove characters. It's whether they're going to be available immediately upon launch. Now, here's my question. is Who can you play in this story mode? Is it only the hero characters? And is it only a selection of hero characters? It might be like care? a character. <laughs> it might be a character per chapter, depending oh, on whose story it is. Right, 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 right. Good idea. So yeah, we we still have a lot of questions. I guess they're going to do a couple deep dives over the weekend. BlizzCon is literally going on right, right. now we're as we're recording. It. We're missing it. Oh, um, no. And we actually bought the 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 Ugh. pass this year. Yeah. We didn't last year, so I don't you know, know why we bought it. Because but... I so want to see all the panels. Yeah. So you got your Yeti onesie? Yes, I haven't logged in and gotten it because I'm not subscribed to anything right now. Uh, I'm waiting for Tuesday so I can play Deathwing. <laughs> In Heroes of the Storm. So, yeah, well, that was one of the nice perks about uh, if you get the um, if you get the virtual ticket, you get Deathwing when it becomes available. And I think you get to beta test him. Well, if, if There's nothing else... There's a lot else, of perks this year. Sorry, Kelly, go ahead. If, if nothing else, I look forward to Overwatch for no other reason than for my $40 WoW pet. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. speaking of wow, what? I'm no confused. expansion. So hey. <laughs> Funny story. I and I can't remember if this was on a podcast or if this like was just one of our hangouts where you and me and Chris were all discussing that it's like, hey, why don't we go back to Ice Crown? Mm-hmm. Because that was a really good expansion. <laughs> I like how you think the setting is going to make the expansion better. <laughs> well, I've I've been on record as saying that if uh, Wild Classic does Witch King, I will totally be on board for that. But also, yeah, and, we need Wrath of the Witch King too. Right, and well, I mean, my like whole thing it. was is that by the time I got to Arthas, I wanted to kick his butt so bad. Oh, no. I felt like they did such a good job interlacing all of the story amongst all of the. Zones. I know a lot of people were very annoyed with how often Arthas showed up in that expansion. Like you. But- uh no, I was okay with it. Okay. Um, I it, actually, it especially me. like the the quest line, most people missed where you're like going underneath the water in in Ice Crown Citadel zone and seeing Arthas as a boy stuff and yeah. Anyway, no, it so. it didn't bother me at all, but because um, it seemed like in Burning Crusade, like you hardly ever saw Illidan or any of the other. Yeah, I mean that was the thing is it's like why I didn't care about any of the bosses in Burning Crusade because I didn't see them leveling up. All of a sudden, the story it was like, missions here have is four a specific heroes. Beat until defeated. Okay. Hey, we have uh, info on Overwatch 2 in the chat room. Oh, we do? Yeah. All 31 heroes from the original are coming back. The story missions have four specific heroes. They talked about this in the Overwatch Next panel. Hero missions let you choose which out of the four you get to play. Cool. Okay. okay. Thanks, Power there Lord. You go. Thank you, Power Lord. Bye. All right. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, right, back to WoW. World of so, Warcraft Shadowlands, because Sylvanas, goes Sylvanas crazy isn't and a dis- crazy enough bitch yet. She destroys the Lich King's helmet and breaks the boundaries between life and death. And you, because you have a strong tie to the world soul of Azeroth, can go in and, like, do things in the Deathlands and Shadowlands, so, excuse me, and come my back. My favorite part of this Juan is. Juan showing up. Um, <laughs> is like Ian Hazakosics comes out. And it's like, hey, you know how you oh, guys always complain sorry. that we have these expansions? And it's like, where was this on the map? But it was just, uh, the cartographers were conveniently ignoring it. This time, we know where the Shadowlands are. Right here. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of the, it's like the lore book they put out like five years ago. <laughs> and it's did, like, did anybody, boom, right there. Did anybody else think that uh, Sylvanas was going to put on the helmet? Yep. I did. I okay, totally I did. Too. did. That was, of course, what they were foreshadowing. And they're like, no, no, no. She's not that And I silly. mean, there was like a, a data mining leak where someone pulled out Sylvanas with blue eyes. <laughs> and you see it for just a flash of a second as she's destroying the helmet. Almost to the point where that leak feels like it was intentional. <laughs> right? Yeah. To mislead yeah. you? <laughs> Um, who else? Oh, yeah. And Jeff Kaplan came out. And he's like, guys, I don't remember what I'm going to say, but don't worry. The Internet has an exact log of what I'm supposed to do today. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So they uh, they took leaks, uh, not in stride, but at least with good humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. He said, you know, I felt like Sylvanas and my phone was the helmet. Because of the leaks. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I remember laughing at that. All right. So we should actually talk about Shadowlands. So Shadowlands should is we? the realm of the dead. Mm-hmm. And if you are human or human-esque or mortal, um, you go there when you die, die. 
I don't know what the difference between die, die, and just die is, but <laughs> let's roll with it, okay? Um, they said that right now, th- death is broken because of the Lich King's helmet being destroyed. Right, so the idea and... is is there's always supposed to be a guardian of the Shadowlands well, in no. the world of the okay, living. Okay, now hold on. You're conflating two things. The reason you need the Lich King around is to keep the Scourge under control. Well, no, they're called from the Shadowlands. I mean, I feel like the Lich King right. has multiple roles. I, I don't want to have a, a wild lore debate on our podcast. Oh, okay. that nobody wins from that. <laughs> so, pa- pa- Power right. Lord in the chat room. Death is broken and all souls are pulling into the, pouring into the mall rather than going before the Arbiter. Right. So the idea is, is the Arbiter judges you upon death and sends you to one of the just, four covenants or if you're completely irredeemable you just surprised? get thrown into the maw yeah did anyone else get surprised that the halo 2 um alien hero is somehow uh in world of warcraft huh <laughs> the arbiter is the name of oh. one of the two characters <laughs> you play in halo 2 yeah so. so we we don't see her we just hear about her and the arbiter has been in lore books before um and so, yeah, death totally busted at the moment instead of being correctly sorted into their four houses. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew see, that I, the Shadowlands was just Harry Potter? <laughs> see, I thought it was like different levels of hell. No, because... No, um, it's different. Like, are you chill and like to hang out with the Druids? You go here. Are you like really honorary, honorary and you like have like holiness? You go hang out here. Are you kind of bad and need to be redeemed? You go over here and hang out with the, the gothic vampires. Are you going to be reborn? There's a place for you, too. Oh, really? Yes. How does that work? So that's the nature remember. people. That's no, that the was hippy-dippy the, place. No, that was the, the, the druids place, I just said. Yeah, yeah. The so the hippy-dippy place is for things that are going to be reborn. Okay. Like so let, that's where scenarios went. All right. Yeah, so they and, give they give examples of all of the different like souls that you're going to meet in each of these areas. So like the place that it's like you're honor bound and you're going to serve just like you did in life. So like mm-hmm. Uther is hanging out there. Sup. And then there's the one where you don't take a leader and that's where Drak is hanging out. And, you know. Yeah, there's one place where it's like honorable warriors. Yeah. And Draka, uh, Thrall's mom is hanging out there. And apparently she's like some like super up there yeah whatever it's all baloney and then there's the place where you need to be redeemed and kalthos is hanging out there but don't worry after some some setbacks (laughs) i love what we just know what all this what that joke is gonna be (laughs) yes all right um and one of the big things with um shadowlands is um there is a level squish coming yeah I am looking I'm forward confused. to this so much. All of a sudden, I'm level 50 again. Yeah, so the idea is, is the in under the new system, you will pick one expansion. You can pick original, Burning Crusade, blah, 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 down the way. And that single expansion will take you from 1 to 50. Were you to play through its quest logs, quest content in order? Yes. Okay. So the idea is, is it's no longer... Do vanilla, do Burning Crusade, do this, do that, do the other thing. But no, there's and, no right, vanilla, Anna. You're... There's no vanilla. Uh, vanilla would be Cataclysm. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. All right. Well, you the, didn't call it an expansion. The so. original world. Right. And so, yeah, the idea is is you will do 1 to 50 down one of those paths. No having to do all of that content. 
because if so he, sorry he's did, right because I, one of the things that ian was talking about it's like you basically get a level every 10 minutes and the levels don't feel meaningful anymore so does this eliminate the issue with um the time traveling monk that we talked about in depth a couple of shows ago where you know <laughs> Because I, I saw amazing. last night that there's going to be like one central starting zone for pretty much all classes, all classes, all races, all everybody. Yep. Um, don't know yet. I don't think we have enough details. And then once you're once you're done with like one to ten, then you can go talk to Chromie and pretty much go wherever you want. Yeah. Um, so. When the level squish happens, all 110s and 120s are going to get squished to 50. I think. They or, might have to release uh, a No, chart. I'm sorry. The 110 and 120 boosts are going to get squished to 50. All level 100 characters are going to get squished to 50, which is the current maximum level. And they haven't really detailed at least not in any of the panels that i saw how the other squishes are going to work i'm sure there's going to be a chart um, um also lord, sorry go I, ahead power lord i think that death knights are going to start at level one because the other feature that they announced is that all races are going to get to be death knights yes oh you think that's what they're going to do that's weird I, i'm pretty sure that they're, they're but they're a do. hero class so because wouldn't it make sense that you can start death them at 50 Knight zone it yeah. doesn't make sense lore wise to drop mm -hmm. a lot of those races into. Mm. Yeah. So they the, would the have story to redo that, that, that I still don't understand. What is a Mechanome way. Death Knight? Mechanome is one of the... I um, No, but like that doesn't make sense. Well, all. the story... Chris, the story <laughs> is that Bolvar is raising Death Knights now instead of Arthas like five years in the past. And that's going to be why pretty much everybody can be Death Knights. But like now, it's that Bolvar wouldn't be the Lich King, so he can't raise Death Knights. Why not? Because he doesn't have the powers of death any longer. Are you sure about that? Yes, because he glows red now. Well, maybe he has Volkir to help him. Power. No. He's who, who alive. Knows? He'd be a life knight now. A life well, knight. Because he's full of the powers of life. I was going to say, you say that Alex Tracy empowered him with life powers. That's what I'm saying. I... Kelly, I said that because Alexstrasza empowered him with life powers. That's totally why I said it. Like, okay, that's that's I thinking, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll have to see how that sort of pings out in the lore. Um, I, I think one of the things that I'm excited about is the new character customization options that they're outlining. Um, being able to tweak fine-tune your character to be exactly what you want because i've always found wow's character creation tool to be very lacking yeah so they're making it so that you can do like actual racial features so like they showed some like african-american style uh hairstyles like natural hairstyles and then they showed a couple asian looking characters so it was like small tweaks that it's like we want you to live inside of your character in the game and then for the more fantasy oriented races um there's a lot more like detailing to them so like trolls and dwarves are going to have painting that they can put on them um yeah all sorts of stuff i like it i think it's cool i mean that's the thing that always kind of bugged me about wow is like 
I liked playing Tauren when I first started playing the game, but there were literally three female Tarn. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was like the black Tarn, <clears throat> the red Tarn, and the brown Tarn. This, this, that was this it. A, this is a pipe dream, but I'm hoping I'll get to be a chonky blood elf. Um, We haven't seen body shapes change much. Uh, oh, except for the undead. The yeah, undead, undead get uh, skin now. Yeah, so if you want all your bits hanging out, you can have all your bits hanging out. If you want to be more skinship, then, you know, it's there. I'm sorry. Put what you, did you just... <laughs> what? I that That is not what I heard during that panel. Which uh, I, I feel bad for any Chinese players because it's been like that the whole time for them and they don't get to get much of a choice. Yeah, no. The, the, uh, the, in, in the Chinese version of WoW, there is no bony bits. No scary, nope. spooky skeletons. Yep. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for this expansion. I uh, Chris thinks I'm nuts for this theory, but I think it's the A team again. No, I I mean like BFA was the well B team and uh, oh no Man's no no is the A-team. BFA was the uh, D team. We're all that's D-team. left. <laughs> yeah, and now it's. Now we're maybe the B team because we've had a chance to learn better. I st- I, don't I'm not, I don't trust him. I, Kelly, I can't trust Ian after Battle for Azeroth. I can't just trust him well, because it takes place in the Shadowlands and I like the cinematic. Come on. Well, he's saying, he was saying that they're getting rid of a lot of the issues with RNG. Is that better? Well, I thought RNG is why people are flocking to, to, to Classic. Because they want those older styles of gameplay. Um, a lot of the RNG in BSA was pretty bad. All right. So, and the other issue I'm going to have with this expansion is I'm going to keep wanting to call it Shadowbringers. Oh, Anna, what did you see this morning about Shadowbringers? Oh, yeah. Um, the Final Fantasy XIV account was like, enjoy your time in the Shadowlands at World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. So he, the level squish, uh, I'm going to talk about it slightly, and then we should talk about the roguelike dungeon. So the new way to level up will be 1 to 10 will be your new character zone. 10 to oh. 50 is pick your era. You tackle any expansion. Um, which will take you 10 to 50. And then 50 to 60 is the Shadowlands. Cool. So. Um, Dumb question, because I didn't play Shadowbringers. Did that have a lot to do with the afterlife and death? or Kind uh, of? No. Uh, no. Uh, so it's listen, just a I mean, name. there's dead people that come back to life. Maybe. Sort okay. of. I... Just play the game. I was just curious. <laughs> Everything in 14 is hard to explain because you need so much context. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the one thing that we haven't talked about yet is one thing that they're adding is called Torghast, the Tower of the Damned. They which added is, a roguelike in my wow. Yeah. So like um, when you look at sort of the, the feature artwork for this expansion, there's like a tower that's like upside down and right side up. And it like peeks through where Sylvanas shattered the veil between the two worlds. And so, yeah, Torghast is um, a roguelike, ever-changing, endlessly replayable dungeon. You can either run it solo or with a group or maybe with a raid. They've been a little coy about that. Um, So, yeah, that sounds really fun. And I kind of want to do that with friends because it looks nifty. 
I well, two things. One, I am hoping that it's not um, Island Expeditions too, because Island Expeditions were meant to be quote unquote random, and they sucked. And two, I'm I'm going to end up calling that thing Torgo, like <laughs> Manos Hands to Fate, because it sounds too much like Torgo. Um, all right. So if you so they don't have a release date for this at all. I don't even think they've said 2020, right? Um, they the when you pre-order it, we pre-ordered the digital expansion. It says on or before December 31st, 2020. Okay. Um, my prediction is that we're going to get 8.3 sometime in December, and then like sometime from January to March is when they're going to do beta. That's my prediction. All right. Like, um, I could be wrong. So, yeah, the cool thing is, is they also have neat tiers based on what you want to buy. So if you just need the expansion, that's the base edition is 40 bucks. If you're like us and you like swiggity swag, um, you can do the heroic edition, which is $60. So it's $20 more. That includes a unique flying mount and a boost to 120 and as well as a quest for new transmog set. If you're like, I love WoW and I want all of the freaking things, $80 gets you the Epic Edition. That has um, the game, the mount, 30 days of game time, a pet, um, a special Hearthstone effect, um, a cosmetic effect for your weapon, and um, the transmog set. I'm curious if they're going to do a physical special edition for this. I don't know. And honestly, I kind of just want a digital version because we have like that giant coin of doom and it lived on my desk for a while. And then I'm like, I'm tired of this giant paperweight. And then it went on Chris's side table for a while until it continually crashed to the ground where I'm like, this cannot live here anymore. Please take it away. So yeah, lots of wild wow stuff. Um, and then, is there anything else that came out of BlizzCon that we want to talk about? Um, not that I can think of, because Hearthstone has a new expansion with yeah. a catchy, catchy so, theme song. Dragons! Dragons! Uh, sounds very Flash Gordon soundtrack to me. Flash! Yeah, um... Yeah, I've been waiting for this expansion in that the when the physical card game was out, the Dragons expansion was honestly the coolest and I think kind of well-balanced expansions out of all the physical expansions. And so I've been kind of wondering why there wasn't a Dragon expansion and the answer was it was coming. <laughs> so there's a Dragon that's associated with every class. And yeah, we, we don't want to get too far into it. If you're interested in Hearthstone Q&A quest, I'm absolutely sure we'll cover this in huge, great detail. So check out Wheels' next podcast. Um, they record, I believe, Monday evenings. And you can watch them live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. All right. News time. Wait, more news time. <laughs> I'm so excited for BlizzCon. BlizzCon has just blown my like whole flow. All right, um, Yaga is available now on Apple Arcade and coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on November 12th. Yaga is a game where you play as a one-handed blacksmith, and he has the worst luck ever. 
it's Evil Dead with Slavic folklore. <laughs> Okay. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, so the idea is is um he is being watched over by Baba Yaga, who's a witch, and um he's cursed by the Tsar to take on impossible tasks. So the idea is is you play until you die and you get an ending, and then you play again until you die and hopefully get a different ending depending on the way that you've handled certain encounters, decisions that you've made, um, the way that you talent uh, Baba, or sorry, Ivan. Baba Yaga's the witch. Ivan's the guy, the one-handed guy. So yeah, um, I love this. I have it downloaded on my iPad. I've played it just the tiniest bit. Um, I died very fast. <laughs> so uh, I, I definitely... Peter, this is a game that I think you should play. I will look into it. I need to like compile a list of you know, games that are absolutely worth checking out before I start dabbling. Because I will literally... And this is going to go right along with like having too many games to play where I'll play five minutes and then move to the next and so on and so forth. I mean, and that's then never okay. Beat Apple Arcade. They're not going to disappear unless you, you want something. No, you don't know that. That's the problem with digital. It could just get yanked and then you never know where it goes. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> if you play uh, Monster Hunter World on PC, good news. Um, Iceborne is launching on PC January 9th, 2020. Okay. The so expand, the PC version has a high resolution texture pack. No kidding. Customizable graphic settings and wow. direct direct X12 support How as cool. well as new mouse and keyboard controls. New mouse and keyboard controls. Didn't yeah. it already have mouse? Okay, These whatever. Are Obviously they weren't good. Mouse okay. and keyboard controls. All right, they're better. Yep. All right. All right. So that's kind of that. Um Neo 2. Neo we have two. a release date. Oh. Yes. yes. Um, so it, it's coming to PlayStation 4 on March 13th, 2020. Um, they are currently running an open beta that goes from November 1st to November 10th. The beta includes all of the game's new character customization features, as well as the new Switch Glaive weapon. Switch? 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 Is that how that works? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and if you need to catch up on the story, um, Neo is available for free for PS Plus members, um, starting November be, 5th. Yeah, yeah, be Tuesday, yeah. Yep. I bought Neo. I still haven't played it. Well. <sighs> um, Vaporum Lockdown has been announced. Vaporum Lockdown? Yeah, so Are there's... we finally shutting down the vapors? No, no, no. Oh. So there's a dungeon crawler out there oh. called Vaporum. Okay. Um, and it is a single character real time dungeon crawler utilizing grid based dungeons and a first person perspective. Okay. Okay. So that's Vaporum. Vaporum Lockdown okay. is the same, um, except you're going to follow um, a scientist. Her name is Lisa Teller. She was part of a project in the middle of the ocean, and then things go so wrong. And uh, she needs to find her way out of the Tower of Arcs. Oh, so she's in the middle of the ocean and things go wrong. Did she have to choose a button that played a different ending I, based on which button she pushed? I don't know. Oh, okay. So this isn't Deus Well, hey, okay, um, you can find out which button you want to push mm -hmm. when Vaporum Lockdown launches for PC, Max, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch in early 2020. Mm. All right. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance. If, if you've been waiting to... No mod the crap out of this nope the mod tools are available now okay good so yep <laughs> patch your game sounds good 
Um, I think... I got no time for this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No. Um, Pascal reviewed the PS4 version of Kingdom Come Deliverance, and uh, he gives it a 4 out of 5. So maybe He really liked it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So and, and the but you're telling me... Pretty, the mod tools did look pretty uh, comprehensive. Like, you could even modify the AI of enemies right. and I, stuff like that. There are two things I need to see then show up. There are three things I need to show see show up in this. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Thomas the Tank, and the Goose from Untitled Goose Game. So once we have those mods available, maybe I'll play. Is that fair, Anna? Get on that. Th- these are appropriate things, right? <clears throat> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, SteamWorld Quest is getting a physical release. Don't you like that game? I do. You it's played through it so completely. Good. Yep. And in fact, I was kind of thinking about doing another playthrough <sighs> because they added a new game mode. What? New game plus mode. What? A couple months ago. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, So if you are like, no physical, no buy, you can hop onto the Super Rare Games website beginning November 7th and pre-order your copy. It'll be 30 euros. I thought it was like, no physical, no cry or something. No physical, no buy. Okay. So this isn't a song. No physical, no buy. All right. Got it. No physical, no buy. Is that? Oh, okay. All right. All right. uh, Destiny Connect. TikTok travelers, if uh, if you didn't believe Kelly's opinion, uh, you <laughs> that it can, goes on too long. <laughs> you can no, no, no. It's not that it goes on too long. It's that it's short. Um, you can read Pascal's review. He gives a two and a half out of five. He breaks down why he does that. Um, he liked it, but he didn't like it at the same time. So I'm read confused. The I thought you did say it went on too long, Kelly. Did you say the it, other it, way? No, it it could definitely goes on too long. There's a couple of spots where you feel like it should have ended, and then it does Ooh, more stuff. My bad. Yes, Anna's already changing history on me. This is this is my my marriage. Folks. It's just revising <laughs> Thank history. Thank you for correcting me, Kelly. Uh, Super oh, Dragon no worries. Ball. Thank you for Heroes being here, so she'll believe the correction. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Say Super, that again. Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission. Is this the card game? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, with that many words, it has to be the, a card this game, is right? the fourth update for the game. It's free. This update has 99 new free. cards of the first generation characters from the game's arcade version. What new ultra rare cards from the Unifer Mission 11 in the arcade version? What? 48 new character illustrations. Five hold on, effects, hold on. Can, can I ask a question? Yes, what is this arcade version? So, Super Dragon about? Ball Heroes World Mission was originally an arcade game in Japan, a card game, arcade game, like yes. one of those ones where you like play on the thing and it gives you a card when you're done. Yes. Oh, I love those. Why can't we have that here? Um, well, this is available on the Switch. But now you PC. just get the cards digitally. Yes. So it's probably better for me, isn't it? Yes. Less money? Yes. Oh, all right. Hey, and if you want to play, yeah. um, there will be um, a boosted experience and friendship point gain event <gasps> between November 8th and November 16th. Not another friendship speech. Yep. All right. And in case you've forgotten what it is, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission is an alternative reality where Dragon Ball card game has dominated the entertainment So it's industry. like Yu-Gi-Oh, but with Dragon Ball. Yes. Okay. How, like, I, how much you, is this? What is this cannot, on? The, it's available for PC and Switch. Is it on sale? Um, I have it on my wish list. I'm going to, is there any deal right now? I want to play Yeah, this. so, I mean, the our review gives it three what, out of five. What were all the words? Dragon Ball Z World Super Plus? Dragon okay. Ball Heroes World Mission. So is this a spoiler for me if I haven't seen Super Dragon Ball? I have no Dragon idea. Dragon Ball Super World Mission. I play all the Dragon Quest, plus Ultra? Dragon Ball RPGs, and Ultra? I haven't watched the no? cartoon okay. since, like, I don't know. 
Current lowest it's ever been on PC is 30 bucks. All right. Currently, I can get it on the Win Game Store for $43.60, but I think that's a gray market store. So, Okay, please continue. My apologies. Yes, so the, our review of it gave it 3 out of 5 with a 5 for originality. So if you're interested... Um, it's, Wait, what? It's been slowly so it's not good, price. but it's original? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Sega had an hour-long live stream of Yakuza Like a Dragon. It looks awesome. So, Wait, what? Yeah. How many times did they summon lobsters? Uh, uh, there was at least once. Better have. Yeah, so they did 12 minutes of gameplay, um, five minutes of the job system, five minutes of the movie theater, and then they did like 15 minutes of karaoke. Yeah, the movie theater mini game is where you have to like fight to stay awake during the movie while you're on a date. <laughs> you fight who? <laughs> like the, these little goblins that are showing up trying to make you fall asleep. Oh, I love it. It's that's fantastic. A fight, that's a fight that I never win. <laughs> you fall asleep during movies, Kelly? I've been known to. Okay. Um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was probably the worst offender. Now, hold on a second. I, you didn't specify that you fall asleep to, during terrible movies, in which case, that's totally more understandable. What was the Batman movie that I slept through? Um, the third one, Mr. Oh. Wayne. I, I slept through that one, too. Because <laughs> we saw it at midnight, and she just couldn't stay up. So she has no idea how the whole Bane thing wrapped up. No, I do. No, Do you? Yeah. Okay. The girl rescued him. Mm-hmm. Da-da-da. I missed the training montage. Oh, okay. Where that's, that's where I slept Where he most. does self-chiropracty? Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I missed much. No, you didn't miss much. <laughs> All right. So if you're looking forward to Yakuza 7, comes out in Japan. Um, on January 16, 2020, and a Western release has been confirmed for that year, but nothing uh, more specific yet. Hey, um, Everreach, Project Eden. It's coming out December 2019 for PC and Xbox One. Um, what is that? Yeah, so this is a game that we talked about a lot earlier in the year, and then because it was supposed to come out in September, and then September came and went, and it kind of went radio silent. So, yeah, it now has a release date of PC, Xbox One, December 2019, with a PS4 release coming in 2020. This is an action RPG. Where you're playing as a girl who's attempting to colonize the planet Eden. It's a third-person schluter. Oh, it's a schluter. Yeah. I don't know. Is it better than Borderlands? It's got vehicles. I don't know if Borderlands does. Wait, yes, you oh. drove something off a cliff. Oh, and Borderlands has so many vehicles. You have to find vehicles, and then you bring them back to the garage to get mods to make better me- vehicles that you customize. <laughs> like, there's the so girls, many. I don't vehicles. think the girls let you drive anymore, do they? No, <laughs> they don't. I didn't do well. You drove off a cliff. Listen, it's very easy to do in that game. Uh huh. You need to you need to understand. Uh huh. Hey, um, for those who enjoyed the surge two, um, and are enjoying the surge two, um, the the season the season pass, um, has now been revealed. Um, it contains uh, new content stretching over three months, beginning in November with the release of thirteen new weapons. December has three new sets of gear. Um, which can be found on new individuals in Jericho City. The third, ex- the third update of the season pass has a new area, a giant aircraft character, 
giant aircraft aircraft carrier. Cool. Giant aircraft carrier. Enjoyed your party. And that's coming to the game in January. So that area is called the Kraken. You better get cracking on that. Um, So Surge 2 is available now on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Pascal reviewed this. I remember doing a proof with him. And he scored a four and a half out of five. So it's very hard, but very good. All right. Um, Tales of Crestoria, which is the mobile game that was supposed to come out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, There there was an important announcement from the producer regarding... Um, the launch, which is, it's not coming out this year. <laughs> Important announcement. Uh, we're not launching yet. <laughs> so they they said they are delaying it to improve the game's overall quality. Um, and one of the things that they're going to be doing during this delay time is uh, voicing the full main story and adding additional character expressions. Um, to sort of salve the wounds of the delay, they um, revealed two new characters, uh, Machina and Cask. Uh, they are administrators of the world order and they deal with uh, criminals like uh, the main character, Kanata. So, yeah, uh, that's 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 it. That's all. That's the. Uh... Hey, Chris. Hey, Anna. You know how you're like, oh, Disco Elysium. So cool. PC. Um, uh, yeah. He's coming to PS4 and Xbox One next year. Well, OK, that makes sense. But but what? No switch. I thought they were working on a switch port. Uh, not according to this. Uh, I thought I had heard that this. Listen, I'll go check. I'm in their Discord. I'll go ask later. Okay. Um, they have also decided that they will translate it to figs and Chinese. Cool. So multiple language support um, incoming for both the console. I've never and talked PC to version. a fig before. What does it sound like? Um, figs. Pick me. Pick me. Figs yeah. is French. Italian, oh. German, and Spanish. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. It is the typical four languages that games get translated okay, cool. into. Right. All right. Well, I'm glad I know that now. Uh, that's it. That's all. Hey, question what? of the week. What is the question of the week? Did BlizzCon excite you? Yeah. Uh, was Probably the apology enough for you? Oh, I don't know if I want to get into that. You don't want to that. get into that? Okay. Um, right. uh, your thought, how about your thoughts on BlizzCon? Uh, any games you're interested in playing or returning to? Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. If you want to provide feedback for the show, oh. there's ways to do so. How do I do it? Well, you can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. I like emails. Email. Emails. You can call or text us. That's six zero eight seven two nine. We're giving you options. Oops, I said that too fast. You can call or text us. The number is six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. You know what I think is funny? What? I could prank you right now and say that you just said our house number. No. I know you, but you wouldn't know for sure. Yes, I would, because I read it out of the spreadsheet. Oh, all right. <laughs> What if he edits the spreadsheet? Okay, that's just on me then. That, that, that would be some epic level trolling. That's like uh, I'm trolling myself. At also, that point. Yeah. <laughs> who cares if we give out the house phone? We don't answer it. The only oh. reason we have it is because we need a landline for our business licenses. Fair All enough. Right. Uh, you can be like uh, Vaughn and Noodle and Power Lord and um, Emperor. 
I can't read this name. Emperor. Emperor Mythos. Emperor Mythos. And uh, you can be like Besident. And you can join us live every week at Saturday. No, on Saturday. 9 a.m. Pacific. Noon, noon Eastern, Eastern. On Saturdays. Yes. Twitch.tv slash RPGamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you miss very good pre-show stuff before. Um, if you I don't, don't know that we streamed all that because. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure. I know that we was talking about trick or treat etiquette. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I'm usually clearing the shelves off of anything the cat can knock off. So there's always that fun. All right. Um. <laughs> uh. You can follow us at uh, Twitter slash Sharpie Gamer. We try to put up the question of the week every week. Do we know? All right. We try to put it up every week. All right, new games coming out this week. <gasps> What's coming out, Anna? It's What's a coming out? slightly quieter week in terms of RPGs. So this week, Conception Plus Maidens of the Twelve Stars oh, hits no. PS4 and PC. No. Chris, mm-hmm. we cannot talk. I'm currently conceiving. Oh. <laughs> Are you actually going to play that? Probably. It's not on Switch, so how I would know. you play it? Oh, I know. You don't play things unless they're on Switch. Angry face. All right, um, and then... Is it coming to Switch? No. Oh, really? Really? And then, stay cool, Kobayashi-san, a River City Ransom story. Hits About the PS4, Kobayashi Maru Xbox scenario? One, Switch, and PC. Look, you have used that joke literally every time we have talked about this game. I have not. Yes. No, that was someone else, because we haven't talked about it that much. We've talked about it at least three times. Nah. This is about Kobayashi-san, who time travels back to Ricky oh, and Kunio's mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And it's a beat-em-up. This right. is by Arc System Works, who actually holds the license to the Kunio Kun um, series. It is hella cheap, so I expect that it's going to be short and sweet, and I'm kind of interested in playing it. Um, other no, game how I come you're to... not finishing River City Girls? <laughs> <laughs> not a fan, huh, Anna? You know what the worst part is? What? Response. I bought the collector's edition. Oh, you poor thing. What does that even mean? <laughs> That's um, how I felt about the witch. The Witch and the Hundred Knights? No, no, no. The collector's edition, like the $90 box set. Oh. What does that oh. mean? Where is that collector's edition? It's it's being shipped next month. Well, can we cancel it? No. Why? Because I already paid for it. We can still cancel, maybe. No. Get a refund? No. Why? Because their whole business model is no refunds. Whose is? Limited run games? No. Yeah. That's lame. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Because if the game's no good, who wants a physical copy of it? Um, you're supposed to know beforehand. When well, the then you shouldn't good. pre-order, but you can only pre-order with them. They are the... <laughs> I just realized limited run is the worst. They are the. They embody the worst in the industry. Pre-order this game. You can only do it today. This is your only chance to get it. If you don't like it, too bad, because we don't it- accept returns. It's it's for games that you want to support. It's not necessarily that's games Kickstarter. you want to try. Uh, yeah, but like that's why I bought Dustin Elysian Tale because when that came out way back when, it's like I really want a physical copy of this, so I did. So same with Freedom Planet. I kind of wanted all the cool shtick that came with the collector's edition. Normally, I'm like, oh, more stuff in the house. No, but I. I probably will end up selling the game itself and keeping all this. Are you shit. sure you can't cancel? Yes. You're 100% totally sure like you've tried it. Um, no, but there's a reason I can't that I don't want to discuss on the podcast. Oh, okay. All right, then. But in general, no, they don't refund games at all. Oh, that's lame. Deal with it. All right. 
that's the end of our show. Oh, wait. One game we want to talk about. Um, the Lord of the Rings, the living card wait, game is what? coming out this week. What is that? What it's do you mean the like, living card game? So it's kind of like um, Wizards. Are the so cards the... alive with the sound of music? No, it's what? like um, Magic the Gathering, but it's Lord of the Rings characters. And so it has partial um, known story and partial unknown story. So it what? starts before Frodo gets the ring and goes partly through his campaign and partly through other stuff no but what does the living part mean i don't know okay so is this a digital card game yes and i play on what platforms um switch and other things switch is all is I care it about. free <laughs> to play no it's 25 dollars yeah lord are of there the rings. microtransactions lord of the rings uh hang on you am pay i paying this... for the right to pay more is this different than the adventure card game because I'm not finding anything on it. It's the living card game, Peter. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I, I do you get, don't know. Do you get to activate trap golems? You activated my trap golem. Golem. It's my golem. It's not very good. Do, do you get a blue eyes and white Legolas? <laughs> Jack. Aren't they all? <laughs> Apparently all my card game names are Yu-Gi-Oh!, yeah, it looks like on Steam it's listed as adventure card game. Yeah, I can't see it. At some at some point I must have like misclicked something and said that I was under 13. So here is the Lord of the Rings card game on Fantasy Flight, but that's a physical one. Yeah, the Fantasy Flight also has the digital one we're talking about. Okay. I'll link it here in the Here's chat. Here's the store.steampowered is currently unable to handle this request. All right, so it's $20 on, <laughs> on? Steam. I believe it's 20 Five on Switch. I don't know if this is happening, Anna. This is. It is. Oh, they've got a Reddit. Let's go to the Reddit. Let's see. Free no, it's got a uh, Switch. What it's got this? a. It's got an actual Nintendo page. Lord of the Rings. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um. What's the, it called there? It's it's the page is there, but it's not there. So this isn't happening this week, is what I'm hearing. No, Lord of the Rings Adventure Card Games delayed again. Mm. That was in August. Mm-hmm. I bet you it was delayed again. Um, okay. I'm so confused. Yep, we all are, but that's okay. So Lord I, of the I Rings Adventure Card for Game the... for Switch. Yeah, I don't know about the console version, but the PC version is definitely out. So, like, oh. I can get to this page, the Lord of the Rings Living Card Game Switch on Nintendo.com, but it says the page doesn't exist in, in both Canada okay. and the U.S. So, the Living Card Game is very physical is very different than... Oh, we've moved. Join us at r slash L-O-T-R-A-C-G. So, they did rename. Um, L-O-T-R-A-C-G. Goodness yeah, gracious. it's it's adventure card game now. That's all, all right. that kept linking for me. What exactly? Co- Consoles November fifth says this go Nintendo story. Uh, what happened to the Xbox release? Says this thread. Uh, this is oh yeah, snooping. here we go. Lord of the Rings adventure card game for Nintendo Switch. Nice. That page works. So they Available renamed. November fifth, twenty nineteen. Oh, here we go for twenty four ninety nine. Let me tell you what happens with the initial twenty dollar purchase, which is weird because you just said it's twenty four ninety nine. No, no, that's the Steam version. Oh, okay. Yes. The Steam version is twenty dollars. So in Steam, you get um, a core set: four heroes, four hero award cards, thirty three player cards, campaign one, the Shadows Reach, five quests, six quest award cards, four heroes, four hero award cards, sixteen player cards. 
Um, then there's some free fellowship cards and one-off encounters that are challenging quests that don't have any story relation to the main campaign. Um, they plan on adding more. Blah 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 blah. And then there's DLC packs for ten bucks that add more things like more quests and stuff. Okay. All right. So, so here's uh, what it says on the Nintendo.com page. Um, enjoy two thrilling campaigns already included. Save Bilbo from a terrifying spider in Shadow's Bilbo. Reach or investigate Spider Bilbo. and Orcs working together in the Southern Mirkwood in Shadow's Fall. Do those sound like either of the campaigns? That sure. Are... Let's go with that. Okay. It's, just... it's hard to get info on video games. I'm trying to figure out... Oh, no. Shadow's Fall is a DLC in the PC yeah. version. The Shadows Reach, I thought. You know what? Everything's renamed, so who knows? <laughs> oh, Lord. This is so confusing. No. What a um, bad time to rename your yeah, game so right save before Bill launch. from a terrifying spider <laughs> in Shadows Reach or investigate spiders and orcs working together in Southern Workman in Shadows Fall. Mm-hmm. So on the PC version, the Shadows Fall is an expansion pack. Mm-hmm. So you get more with the... Okay, cool. That's fine. So let's look at the other DLC. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I don't okay. think we care. DLC one is the soundtrack. The point DLC is there is two. DLCs. Yeah. Uh, apparently on Steam, they've already had a history of going on sale. So you're going to spend less money on PC than on Switch. Yeah, but recent that's reviews, normal. mostly positive. All reviews, mixed. Ah, okay. So take it with a grain of salt then. Maybe play the Dragon Ball game instead. I, I'm honestly not sure. Maybe don't play anything. Play Slay the Spire. And the Outer Worlds. There you go. Or be like, be like me. Look at your collection and realize you don't need any more. <laughs> so people are be like upset Peter that the PC and... version requires you to be always online. Oh. The Switch version does Switch. say that you can play, play, get even more from your games with a Nintendo Switch Online play. Get even more. Yep. Hmm. What does that mean? Get even more from your games with a Nintendo Switch Online membership. I guess that you can only play against other people. Tagline. That yes. probably means you can play against other people if you have the Switch Online. Yes. Um, also, the... Um, <laughs> the Metacritic page for the Lord of the Rings Adventure card game. Here is the summary. Play as the hamster hero, Pim, and harness the mightiest martial arts powers. What? Kick kick tail through district after district on a heart-pounding journey to no, take down the vermin gang. That's a different game. I know that game. To Amsterdam. That's the Hamsterdam game. That's a different game. <laughs> the once peaceful town of Amsterdam is in danger. That's a totally Kamal different Chichilla game. Kamal Mario and his vermin gang are wreaking havoc. Swing, flick, and strike your way through the streets of Amsterdam. Oh. Experience the frantic action, flawless ex- executing rhythm combos, and become one with the fabled hamster foo. No. <laughs> Amazing. Well done. Whoever put up all those things. Oh, Lori. All right. Uh, and on that note, we're ending the show. Are we? Oh. Kelly, what you playing this week? Um, more Cat Quest. Uh, Peter, what you playing this week? I'm going to attempt more Astral Chain. Uh, Josh, what are you playing this week? More Cold Steel 3. Uh, I'm going to finish Mary Skelter 2 and try to get into Little Town Hero. Uh, Chris, what are you going to play? Well, I'm literally playing Diablo 2 right now because I'm mad that Diablo 2 Remastered didn't happen. <laughs> um, I will probably play some Outer Worlds and more work stuff just because I got a big project I got to work on. So, 
Oh, boo. I know. All right. Thank you to you, the listener. You're awesome. We always love everybody's feedback. Thanks, Del North for the music. Thanks, Forecast, for the encoding. And we will see everybody next week. Maybe? You know, I should really finish Dragon Quest because I'm about to get to the third <laughs> act again. And now I'm going to abandon it once again. <laughs> this is dumb. I'm a bad <laughs> video gamer. Chris, you never get to bitch at Anna about not finishing games ever again. I, I can't. Fi- Listen, I will f- bitch at her about not getting the real ending when she does finish a game. That's all I'm doing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm a. We bad should have husband. a discussion next week about finishing versus not finishing. Is that games. our question of the next week? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.